0: What a beautiful day. I'm having a drink. Oh, tremendous. Let's get started. All righty. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. That sounds a little gainy in my cans. Let me turn that down a little bit. Hopefully, it's not too bullshit. Did that clip out for a second? Maybe, but we fixed it. Yes. I don't know what I just said, but welcome to the Jam Room Podcast, guys. I uh, hope you're all doing well out there on this fine fucking long weekend of ours here in, uh, here in the west of Australia. I think we're celebrating the Queen's birthday or some shit today. Whatever. It is what it is. It's fucking cool, however, in, um, in Victoria, how they get a, a day off just for the footy grand final. And it's the day before the grand final, and they call their public holiday the day before the grand final. Which is cool. pre drinks start early, and uh, so yeah, that all happened over the weekend, guys. uh, Congratulations to the demons out of North Melbourne or whatever. Our big AFL grand final happened for the first time ever here in Perth, Australia. Um, Yeah, it was. It was fine. It was cool because obviously the rest of the country is pretty locked down because of the uh, the old uh, you know the kung flu over there. Uh, so, we got to have the, the grand final over here with zero stakes, because there was no West Australian teams playing in the grand final, there were just two Melbourne teams. It was like a little Melbourne derby going on over here. Uh, but we got into the spirit of it, it seemed pretty cool, I watched it obviously, like, in my peripherals, and kind of, I don't know if this might come as a huge shock to some of you guys, but I'm not too much of a sports guy. I mean... I. Uh, you can get into it every now and then just just for fun. And that's exactly what I did on the weekend. Just got into it for for the fun of it. And uh, whenever it's like a, a grand final um, or a game that uh, the wife and I are watching or anything like that, we just pick a side each. You know, I usually like to go for the underdogs or whatever. I didn't really know anything about this grand final. So um, she wanted to go for the the bulldogs. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll take the demons. Cool. You always wager something stupid like a massage or something like that. And, uh, yeah, it was a tight match, uh, for the first half, I guess. And then the demons absolutely crushed the Bulldogs. Uh, and it was kind of strange. Like I had a friend come up from, um, drive up from Denmark, stand with us for a few days. And, uh, he arrived just as the, um, the game was kicking off or whatever. Kickoff, bounce down, whatever the fuck they call the start of that match. And, uh... Yeah, it was it was it was all fine. They were they were both going for the bulldogs. I was going for the the demons, just for the sake of it or whatever. But towards the end of the game, we all just shifted sights, not to the underdog, but to the demons. We wanted the demons to just fucking thrash the shit out of these guys, right? Because it was getting to the point where they could double their score or whatever. It was just fucking just annihilate them. So like, yes. Just annihilate them. If you're going to win, do it in fucking style. That's cool. It's weird how we all like the underdog story until the underdog doesn't fucking deserve it. You know what I mean? And then you're just like, no, 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 these guys deserve to get their asses kicked. And that's what happened. And it was fucking fun. And yeah, all that sort of shit. So congratulations to um, the Demons. Apparently it's been like 57 years or some shit since they've uh, won a premiership. So uh, good for them. They finally did it, and they got to celebrate over here in boring old Perth. And there was a fucking thunderstorm yesterday, so I don't know if they got to, you know, hang out much and uh, celebrate too much. But you know, don't even really know what the drug situation's like uh, in Perth. I mean, like, let's face it: if you guys win this massive grand final, you want to party fucking hard for maybe a couple of days. And if it's not your town that you're partying in. Some hookups might be hard to get a hold of. So, I don't know. I hope it all worked out for him and all that sort of shit. It was a weird weekend, guys. Fucking, I felt fucking terrible. Like, so the grand final was happening Saturday. And like I said, I had a friend come up. He drove in at about five o'clock Saturday evening. We watched the footy, we drink, we eat, we party. We're all that sort of stuff. Now, fucking a little while ago, you know, a week or so ago, um... My wife's grandfather died uh, over in Canada. Really traumatic, all that sort of stuff. You know, he was old. He had a good week at fucking um, whatever. But uh, they were going to do a little uh, graveside vigil sort of eulogy thing for the family and all that sort of stuff. Um, And uh, we were going to join via Zoom, right? Uh, And it was scheduled... Well, we thought it was going to be Friday night, but it um, turns out it was Saturday night. So it was midnight Saturday. So guys, at this point, I'm pretty fucking lit. I've been drinking early. I've been drinking from probably 10 a.m., right? And now it's 10 p.m. And we've eaten. We're all pretty trashed. And I know we've got this. we got to watch this fucking this uh, this funeral eulogy thing at midnight. So I'm like, you know what? Let me try and get an hour sleep, a little nap, and um, we'll wake up 11.30, 11.45, smash some coffee, and 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 watch this sort of thing. Um, so the wife set all these alarms, all that sort of shit, and uh, I get woken up at 12.30 a.m. with the wife in a panic. We slept through the fucking funeral. Her alarms didn't go off. All the phone calls that people made to us to try and wake us up just didn't come through for some reason. It was a glitch in the matrix. Um, So that was fucked up. I felt real bad. I mean, it's, you know, I've got to be there to support the wife and all that sort of shit. But, um, I swear to God, the next day my wife was more upset at herself for missing this thing than she was at the news of the death, right? It was fucking horrific. So we slept through the fucking funeral on Saturday night. And it's one of those things, you know, it's got to fucking laugh at it. As, as traumatic and as upsetting as it is, what the fuck are you going to do? You know, you can't turn back time. Um, unless you're one of those singers from the 80s that, that you know, riffs about that. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just what it is. <laughs> and so, yeah, the wife was inconsolable the next day. It just... Just kept on resurfacing, so I, I, I told her, "Just go, go spend time with your family, and they'll let you know that it's okay. It was an honest mistake. It's whatever, whatever, whatever." But fucking hell, that's something to add to the list. I slept through a funeral. It is what it is, guys. So I hope you had a, a better weekend than that. I mean, that was a bit of a downer, but you know, the rest of it was pretty fucking fun. The weather was beautiful here in Perth and, and shit like that. There's plenty of new music out as well. So it's catching up with some new albums over the weekend and shit. And you know what? It's kind of weird. I know everything's going fucking crazy um, around this little country of ours um, down under. Like, well, they, We don't just have the lockdown protests. They really kicked off big time when they locked down like the construction workers and stuff like that. I mean, these are the the salt-of-the-earth people that really keep this country fucking running, sort of. Um, At least keep some industries running. So they've been protesting all fucking week. And it's so strange. Like, these guys just want to work. This is it. But it gets, like, it gets framed as, like, an anti-vax sort of thing. And, you know, it got me thinking, like, this is pretty fucked up the way we're dealing with this shit. How you're either pro-vax or anti-vax. It's like the mind games that we're playing in this climate, guys, is just bullshit. Like there's gotta be something that's not pro-vax, but also not anti-vax, right? There's gotta be middle ground here. I mean, (laughs) you have every right to have fucking questions about an experimental vaccine. And you can take as much time as you fucking want to, to decide whether or not it's for you, right? In an ideal world, but, like, for some reason you're an anti-vaxxer. That's, like, fucking, I don't know what it's like. It's sort of like, um, like, I don't really trust what the fuck they're making these rebel burgers out of, these vegan burgers, so I'm not going to eat one, right? That doesn't make me anti-vegan or anti-rebel burger or whatever, right? It's just, I don't know what the fuck this thing that tastes like meat but isn't meat is. I just don't know what the fuck it is and it's up to me to make up my mind in my own fucking time, right? Doesn't mean I'm an anti-vegan, although I am. Whatever. (laughs) Just jokes. Anyway, things are all in the fucking upside down world though. Like, that's what's going on. Everything I see seems to be like logical in the opposite sense not illogical, there's logic, but their conclusions are the exact, exact opposite of what logic should dictate, right? Like, so earlier this week, there was a fucking article that came out um, here in Perth talking about the LGBT community. And although the hypocrisy is ripe within that community, whatever, it is what it is. But here's what the article is about. It's about them wanting to do a, a, a parade or some shit. You know, they love their fucking parades. They love a good parade. And they're good at it. They're great parades. They fucking, you know, they put like the Christmas pageant and shit to shame. They have way more fun in their parades. They're fucking cool. But either way, they were saying that they were sick of all these businesses and stuff like that supporting their community, but not putting the money where their mouth is and um, funding their parades. So they're like, we're sick of the token gesture of just you supporting us, um, put your money where your mouth is and and fucking fund this thing. And isn't that completely backwards? So their problem is that fucking people are genuinely like in support of, of their community, but that's just a token gesture, but actually just throwing money their way is not a token gesture, right? Isn't that completely fucking backwards? Like you might hate these people, But you give them money and they fucking appreciate it more than some genuine concern, right? But if that genuine concern can't fucking pony up, they'll start calling you a fucking bigot or just a fucking, I don't know, just someone that's doing a token gesture, even though you might actually believe it. Like, it's so fucking backwards. It's the upside down world that we're in, like... We've been seeing this going on from all the fucking tax the rich cunts out there, right? As far as I can tell, we do tax rich people, right? Like, the rich people pay way fucking more tax than your average Joe, right? But, you know, you gotta tax the rich and, like, for some reason, everyone says that, like, oh yeah, to earn money and want to spend it is greedy, but people that are fucking trying to take other people's money to fund their lifestyle is not greedy and is fucking cool and woke and that's the new, like, it's the opposite, right? If you wanna take someone else's fucking money to support your shithouse lifestyle so you don't have to get a job or add anything to this society, you're the greedy cunt, right? Or am I wrong with this? I think it's fine for people to earn money and spend it, but other people think that that's greedy. Taking money from other people is the real way to go. That's how you you really should support the community or whatever. I don't know. Fucking, this is all crazy. We got some music to get into, guys. And I want to. Oh, but by the way, <laughs> this is just one little funny fucking thing along the side. We talk about everything being all backwards and stuff like that. And, you know, with the fucking anti-vax and um, all the the, the the coronavirus numbers going out of control and all that sort of shit. And they're refusing to tell us what percentage of people in ICU that are getting really fucked up by this virus. They're refusing to tell us what percentage of those people are obese, right? Because they're scared of fat shaming. And there was a fat shaming fucking article that came out just today. Um, and I just wanted to talk about it because it, like, we've talked about Adventure World, our little local theme park here in Australia. Or in Perth, sorry. In Perth, we have the little theme park called Adventure World, right? Whatever. They've been accused of fucking fat shaming themselves. Because some girl was too fat to go down a water slide. She stepped on the scale at the top of the water slide and the red lights went off and they said, you know what, you, we, we can't let you down. This is a safety issue. It's a safety issue. It's not fat shaming. It's just a safety issue. But this was a little, This was, by the way, this is a 13 year old girl that was too fat to go down a water slide. I think her walk of shame that they fucking made it out, like where she had to walk back down the stairs to the top of this water slide, which obviously, how else is she gonna get down there? Would have been a fucking, a lot more embarrassing if they got a helicopter in to take her off, right? So the fact that she could walk down, you know, good for her, she could still walk downstairs, cool. But that's the least of her problems in life if she's too fat to go down a fucking water slide, right? But that's the big fucking issue, but it's for safety, right? It's for safety. Someone's too big to... But no, that's fat shaming. Hopefully it fucking works. Because sometimes it does work and, um, you know, let's face it. It's a serious health concern. It might be the people that are in ICU because of coronavirus. And now we all have to get vaccinated just to protect the feelings of the fat people. Or something like that. I don't fucking know. Oh, I'm going on a tangent here. All over the shop, guys. It's Monday. And it's a... Uh, It's a public holiday, so let's all have some fun because there's some fucking cool music that came out uh, recently and I checked out a bunch and I kind of want to go all over the shop. I'm kind of in the theme of all over the shop today with this podcast, guys. Apologies for that or it might be fun. Who the fuck knows? That's up to you to decide whether you like this shit or not. But let's talk about some music from all over the place. First of all, I love Mac Miller and rest in peace, Mac Miller. Um, For some reason, he's still releasing music posthumously or whatever they say, right? So there's a new single that came out called Colors and Shapes uh, by Mac Miller, and it was fucking cool. Classic Mac Miller style, so I guess someone else is interpreting it in style and um, making everything sound a little bit Mac Miller-ish, had great bass lines, had great production, had great flow of his lyrics. The way he can stumble over a rhythm is just fucking amazing. And there's melody to his rap as well. It's not just this fucking monotone um, nonsense rhyme. He barely even rhymes in his rap, you know? That's how good he is. You don't need to rhyme in rap. Rhyme is juvenile. We've talked about this before, right? Anyway, so that was pretty fucking cool. Definitely check it out. It's called Colors and Shapes by Mac Miller. Um, Came out a week ago. We haven't talked about music for like a, a good couple of weeks. Um, so, some of these will be from this week, some will be from the week before, ones that I needed to get around to. But I did see a new album from Natalie Imbruglia come out. And I had to check it out because I hadn't heard anything from her since the fucking 90s, I reckon, something like that. And so the album's called Firebird. And Natalie Imbruglia, like, she, I mean, she was borderline, real, just obnoxious pop sort of stuff back then. And this album is obnoxious corporate pop bullshit. This is obviously written by someone else. Like, it's just fucking, I don't know, man. Like the title tracks could like build back better or something like that. And that's like the fucking slogan going around this, you know, leftist community, all these woke teens is fucking saying all this shit at the moment. And this is like an anthem to them, I guess, this song, you know, just uh, let it all tear down or tear it all down and let's build back better, like all that sort of stuff. I mean, whatever it's just a fucking they just left as talking points really put into song form and it just stunk of corporatism listening to this album it just fucking stunk of it sometimes i can just detect authenticity in a song and i didn't detect any i didn't detect a fucking lick of it it was um it was a disgusting corporate cash grab uh again trying to capitalize on all these kids that want to tear things down and tax the rich, all that sort of stuff, I guess. Something like that. But Natalie Imbruglia, man, she's come a long way. Fucking everyone loved that song, Torn. Remember that song? That was a fucking banger. What was that, like late 90s? 90, 97. It was 97. I remember when it came out. Um, yeah, it took the world by storm. And nothing from this new album will do the same, I guarantee you. If it does, fucking hell, we're already dead and buried, guys. But um, yeah, Natalie and Bruglia, Firebird. Firebird. Be aware of it and check it out if you like her shit to see what's happened. But um, you know, it is what it is. I checked, like along that sort of line, I, remember St. Vincent? We chatted about her music probably a couple of months ago or whatever. She released a second album for the year. And I thought that's fucking amazing, right? It's amazing to release two full length albums in the same year. That's awesome. Uh, it's not really an album. Uh, it's called The Nowhere In. And apparently, it's just a um, soundtrack to like a little mockumentary that she's uh, released. That sort of was playing the film festival stuff last year, and now it's actually finally been released for the mainstream consumption or something like that. And yeah, it's the, the album like has a couple of like actual tracks in it, actual songs, and they're cool. They're wicked cool Saint Vincent style shit, right? So got jazzy elements, got electronic elements to it. It's fucking really cool. Um, but those tracks are cool. The album itself just plays as a soundtrack to a movie. Like it absolutely does. There's a lot of instrumental stuff. And if you look through the track list as well, you can tell that it's literally just the soundtrack. There's songs called like the spa scene or whatever scene is going on in this movie. And so I might check out the movie because it kind of sounds interesting. You know, it seems a bit indie, bit underground. I don't know. St. Vincent seems like a pretty cool artist, and she's helped write this movie. It's about her, but it's a mockumentary, so I think it's a bit of a horror theme, sort of spoofy thing. I don't know. I might check it out. And uh, if you've checked it out, let let me know. If you guys recommend it to me, I'll I'll actually bother watching this movie. It's called The Nowhere In*. of St. Vincent. It's it's pretty cool, but the the funnest album for me uh, this last week. And it's fun, guys. This is I'm not saying this is a great album, but it's, it, it kind of is, but it's also just extremely fun. Um, the album is called, uh, where is it, I wrote it down, and I don't know if I'm gonna say this right, uh, Tangaroa, it's by a band called Alien Weaponry. And uh, these guys are out of New Zealand, a three-piece band out of New Zealand, fucking heavy shit, hey guys, fucking heavy. Um, and you can't really understand a lot of what's going on because it uh, leaves it lyrically and vocally, uh, because a lot of it's written in a native Maori language from their hometown in New Zealand, and I'm guess they have that heritage themselves as a band or something like that. But so a lot of the a lot of the lyrics, and it's it's not so much the lyrics or the vocals. The vocals are done in a hilarious way. It's you know how sometimes you get like like heavy music and there's like a typical roar or a, like an emo scream. This is just yelling, which is completely different to roaring and screaming because roaring and screaming sometimes is, you know, it's still in pitch, it's still hitting a note. This 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 album has a lot of just what it seems like yelling. It sounds like, um, I don't know, it sounds like when a stadium uh, tries to sing Sweet Caroline, you know? It's just like a drunken sort of stuff, but like, that's what made me laugh. and made me fucking smile with this band just because it's very bombastic with the way it does a vocal delivery. I've never heard anything like it. It's fucking cool as shit. Can't understand what the fuck they're saying for the most part. Uh, you know, you do get glimpses of things in English throughout the album, and, um, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Just be entertained by the sheer fucking energy of this band. Like I said, it's heavy. So there are fucking massive riffs all the way through this. And it's super cool. Um, And it's only a three-beast band. So they're making this massive, massive sound with only three guys. Um, Insane. It's like COG, you know? How the hell do they get that big of a sound with just three dudes? Uh, It can happen. And yeah, it's fucking really, really cool. So definitely check that one out, guys. I want to know what you guys um, think of this band out of New Zealand. Alien Weaponry. Kangaroa is the name of the album. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but just whatever, you know, spell it phonetically. Or just look up Alien Weaponry. You can fucking, I'm sure you could figure out how to spell that. Into Spotify, give them a follow and a like and all that sort of stuff. Really, really cool shit, guys. Anyway, that was a bit of a weird episode, wasn't it? We're kind of all over the shop. But it's been that sort of time, guys. It's been a fucking weird energy in the air at the moment. Uh, Everything's kind of flipped around. Uh, It is what it is. So the music I'm going to show you guys uh, today, I kind of wanted to give you guys a, a jam, like an old school jam. But believe it or not, I haven't jammed with Liam for a very long time. Now, I do separate rehearsal and jamming. They're two very, very different things in my mind. Rehearsal is just you're practicing songs. That's it. You're rehearsing songs. And so Liam and I have been doing a lot of that over the last few years, but uh, jamming, nope. Not enough of it. That's why I've bought myself this little loop station and shit, so I can get it going myself here. So no jamming, but I did find an email from him, uh, and it just said, Warm Up Jam 14th of the 4th, 2019. So this must have been like the last time we... Actually, jammed, and I don't even know if we mic'd anything up properly or whatever, but it's just like a little 10 minute jam. And I guess it was a warm up jam for other jams that I've probably put on this podcast, right? But you know, whatever, we got to get back to our roots sometimes, guys, and just put up some god awful jams of people trying to figure out nothing in a room, right? And that's what this one is. So, have fun with it, guys. Remember. I want to hear you guys jam. If you've got recordings of your music or just little sketchy ideas and shit, you know, hit me up. You can email me scott at the jam au. You can, I don't know, find me on Twitter or Facebook, all the links, or well, at least I don't even know if they link in the comments here, but you know, you can find all my fucking contact details in the uh, description of this podcast. Right. And uh, please use them and definitely hit us up with your suggestions, with your music. Um, if you find anything cool in this little jam that I'm about to show you, um, let me know and I I can find some stems and send them your way. You know, these are all throwaway ideas, guys, but you never know. You might see some magic in it. I can see some cool little parts. I mean, I listened to a little bit of it and was like, you know what, that's good enough for the podcast. It's good enough. It'll do and so here we go, guys. Have yourselves a fantastic fucking week out there. And um, I'll try and get a bonus episode out on Friday to you. Uh, might have some more interviews coming up and stuff in the future. Um, don't know if you guys dig the interview um, episodes or what. But, uh, you know, they happen. So I'm going to keep doing them. And I like them. I like uh, finding all these new artists that are fucking really talented. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't know their music otherwise so i really do appreciate uh, these guys coming on the podcast every now and then um but let me know what you think all right guys anyway this is the jammin podcast have a great week y'all